Hello. Hey, what's up, man? How you doing? I'm good. What you been up to? Um, really nothing. I we've been chilling at home, going to well, going to classes through the computer, um, playing the game whenever. Like I'm not busy, you know. I do the stuff. Oh, gotcha. What about That's you? cool. School uh, is boring right now, but it's going to get more interesting once it progresses because it's just the beginning now. School is going to get busy? Like, no, when, it, when, like, it's boring right now, but once it starts picking up, it'll be more interesting. Oh, gotcha. So you're still doing online classes, right? Yeah, I'm still doing fully online. Nice, nice. What you been up to, though? Um, honestly, a whole lot of uh, quarantine, I, and that's it. Mm. Um, I've been, what's it called? Um, re- recently, I had... So we were supposed to do a podcast on Saturday, and yeah. I I heard bad news from my wife's side of the family that her her uh, not her uncle but like her mother's uncle yeah uh, passed away of COVID yeah and so it 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 kind of sucks you know. Yeah, for sure. Like and, having a death in the family is always hard. Yeah, but yeah. we're just moving on forward, and um, I I just had to spend the time with her there because uh, not to give too many details because it's personal information on yeah, on sure. my wife's side, but yeah. like my in laws are very very uh what do you call that they're wow i'm losing train of thought it's a they have no immune system at all sorry oh they have like a bad immune system bad immune system yeah so yeah so we have they're high they high something what is it called What's it like? What is, that? Is, is what is escaping my mind? Um, they're high. They're Describing. high. They're high. Um, jeez, come on! <laughs> this is driving me nuts, and I'm gonna keep fighting until I remember it. Um, What's it about? It's the word they use when somebody's low immune system. Their tolerance? No, not high tolerance. Oh. High. Oh, come on. It's killing me. It's killing me. I have, I have no idea what it could be. Okay. Um. Anyways, they have low immune system. And. Yeah. Wow. It's still bugging me. Hold on. It's low <laughs> immune system. Uh, they're high 
basically if they get COVID, they die. Like yeah. within a week or two. They're not the they're not the type of people that that can survive. So I have to like quarantine a lot. Yeah. Uh, the good thing about is that and so with their health problems, my wife actually works from home at their house and I stay at my house by myself. Yeah. And so and so uh this week, this Saturday, I kind of feel guilty a little bit because I saw one of my Colombian friends and we were I was like, holy crap, man, I haven't seen you in a long time. We which by the way, I'm gonna invite him to the podcast. I, I want to invite him. Like All right, he's man. such he's he's such a great guy. And and uh, we were just catching up and talking and and not realizing that, like, when when we went to get our haircut, some people do not wear their mask. And so that yeah. kind of like, I mean, I was still like six feet away from that person, but it's still kind of like, in my head, I'm kind of, because I don't want to be the annoying person, like, you should wear your mask, you know? Yeah, for sure. Because, shoot, as long as I'm wearing my mask, I will be okay, I personally feel. And so it kind of, like, did give me the guilt trip. Uh, It started affecting mentally on, like, holy crap, am am I going to get it regardless of me wearing a mask or not? So, it, it, I mean, if I have it, I have no symptoms. Hopefully, I don't have it. I don't want to find out, you know. Yeah, um, how long ago was that? Oh, it was this Saturday that just passed oh, by. Saturday. Yeah. Um, I, I'll, I'll FaceTime you in a minute, and I'll show you my new haircut. Okay, then. All right. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's it called? But yeah. That it, happened to my dad. He actually, he was at work, mm-hmm. and he's in no right. And he was working next to a guy, like, working with him, like, next to him and everything, who had covid but my my dad's uh, test came out negative, luckily. I think I've told you this. I'm not, I can't yeah. Remember. Yeah. So I'm uh-huh. sure you should be fine. I actually have a really good immune system. I don't know where I get it from. Like, I haven't been sick in years. Like, no flu. Uh, don't change no yourself, flu. knock on wood and stuff. I'm kind of like that kind of superstitious sometimes, you know? Yeah. Like, uh, like for me, I prefer being superstitious. Like... There's some certain superstitions that I don't believe in, but yeah. there's some that I do, and it's kind of like, well, you know, like I, I like karma is one of them. Like I believe in karma, yeah, because karma believes in me. So, yeah, but um, I'm also the same way where like, uh, my wife, uh, it was actually the it was 2019 when she got like a flu or something and she had this bad cough that when she that she coughed so hard that like some of the oxygen there was like three bubbles of oxygen that left her lungs and it was hurting her side of the her left side and Mm -hmm. we had to take an x-ray and that's where we found out like hey you gotta take some cough drops and stuff and i was like holy crap you know Mm -hmm. but the whole time like we sleep on the same bed and stuff while she was sick and I did I never got sick so 
Yeah, it's sort of weird how that works, but yeah, it's all dependent on the immune system of a person. Yeah, it really does depend on it, everybody is different. I mean, it is kind of crazy how we say like, oh, we're all the same, but at the same time, we're not. We're everybody's different. Yeah. And there's sometimes where like a person can be allergic to peanut, but uh, to nuts, not just peanuts, but nuts. And yeah. I, I love my almonds and sometimes I love my cashews and stuff. Yeah. But some people cannot be near them. Same thing with the immune system. Some immune systems are not built strong or or sometimes it could be of poor diet too. Yeah. It, it all depends. One time I actually ate a peanut butter and jelly sandwich at school right next to someone who was like extremely allergic to peanuts. And I felt so oh. bad realizing it too. Oh, okay. <laughs> like he could have died from the smell, but luckily he didn't smell anything. Oh man, that, that kind of sucks. It does. Because I can't even eat it like around people because like what if they're allergic to it? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, there, so there's this whole battle between vegans and carnivores and one of the things it's like uh that the that the carnivore people says is that you you can eat pretty much any meat you want and not get sick but you cannot eat all the vegetables and be okay you know there's actually like scientific evidence behind a person's diet and ve- vegans are actually more likely to have actually to get their bones broken easier than people who actually have meat in their in their it, and yeah and yeah. that's one of the things i'm kind of curious about like because of course i i love my steak um yeah. i will never be vegan yeah, i will i will love i love my i just had chicken for for lunch today some teriyaki chicken. I, I, had I love a, eggs. I had a arroz con pollo. So, you know, that was good. Yeah. Uh, my mom, uh, your grandma made um, some, something similar to arroz con pollo, but instead of pollo, she used uh, sardines, which Sardine. ended up pretty good. I think I heard of it, but she hasn't made it since, I don't think. We don't buy sardines or anything. We Do you like sardines? Them. I never had them before. Oh, okay. Unless I had them when I was little, but I can't remember. And I'm not sure. I, I never gave you sardines. Um, but they're, they're really delicious. I For me, it's just the texture that I like. It's literally almost like a whole fish, but it's, the, it's like half of your pinky yeah and you can just chew it and you don't have to worry about bones or anything and oh delicious have any bones or anything uh, i think their vote their bones are so de- i'm not sure if they remove the bones when they removed because the ones that i buy they remove the heads and yeah. i'm pretty sure they drag the bone but they have the tail so you just eat it with the tail and everything oh you eat i the love tail the too. oh yeah and then i eat the skin so my favorite sardines are the ones that have the skin too. Yeah. So I, have you had fish in Colo- in Colombia, right? Because you've been there. 
Oh, yeah. I've had fish there, like fried fish, too, but I can't remember exactly what it was like. Mojarra frita, maybe? I can't remember. So, so one of the... So, if, if you notice, like, when you eat a, a fish in Colombia, yeah, you have to... They tell you, like, hey, make sure you don't swallow the meat whole because you might have some... We call it spina or spine. Yeah, yeah. It has some tiny little bones, so you make sure you chew your food well and pull them out as you go. Yeah. Can you choke on it, or is it, like, basically insta-death? No, it's, it could... I mean, it depends how how you swallow the... I think it just pokes the throat, and it can cause internal bleeding, but... Oh, yeah. Okay. But I don't think choking, it will... If anything, it would just be like, hey, you just got to watch out. Yeah. Like, like for any kids, probably would have to, like, not chew it for them, but, like, kind of, like, make it all, like, mashed potato the fish so that we can find all the spine and put it on a plate for them so yeah. it would look all messy. Yeah. Until they grow older, like, hey, when you chew the fish, make sure you take out the spine. The La Jepina. Yeah. But yeah, um but yeah man, I, I, I love I love uh I love meat, I love fish, chicken, steak, you name it. Great. I'm I'm even trying to uh not trying, but one of these days I um because I now that my stepfather bought a smoker. I might actually maybe this summer buy like an elk. Oh yeah. Elk meat or yeah. try like different type of animals and just smoke the crap out of it. Yeah. It's really it's really good if you smoke it properly. Have you had elk meat before? Uh, well me? Elk? Elk? No. But I had like smoked Deer? Meat before. None of that. Just the regular cows, pigs. Okay. None of that. Turkey too, but Is I don't it... really like turkey. It's just so dry. I'm not sure if it's how my parents make it, but it's always dry. Just, no matter how much gravy or cranberry sauce you put on it, it's never tasteful. I think it's just the way they make it, truthfully. Um, so, smoked cow is delicious, yeah. Um, my parents try to do smoked turkey, but it ended up being a little dry. Yeah. And I end up enjoying it because the, the, I like to eat the leg of the turkey. Yeah. So the sort of the skin was nice and crunchy. So I was able to enjoy it more. Yeah. But yeah, I think like there's some sort of means that it's not well uh, when you smoke it, but I'm not sure if they... I'm not sure how they did it, so I'll probably have to like do it myself and probably prep it and all that stuff. Mm. But but yeah, man. Um, back to superstitions. Do you believe in superstitions, right? Um, it, uh, not really. Like, okay. what type of superstition you're talking about? Like the whole knock on wood stuff. <laughs> I don't believe that. Karma. Okay. Mm, 
I think of it more as God's puni- like punishment, basically, not really like karma. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But what else? Do you, what else? Like what other superstitions? Uh, what is the one superstition that you find that is super ridiculous? Because sometimes the superstitions could be just like karma. Yeah. It could just mean it is a superstition, but not a lot of people believe it. it yeah. Or and I think like karma would be the one where it's it's the most minimum or the most of levels of one through ten, ten being the highest, karma follows on the number one. Yeah. Like if you don't believe in karma at all, I mean in superstitions at all. Yeah. And you barely believe in karma, karma will be the number like number one, like the base model. And and then you have like the knock on wood, the if a cat crosses your path, you're gonna have bad luck unless you I learned this from other people. I don't believe a lot of this, but the, the whole cat crosses your path. Yeah. And then you have to get out of the car and throw salt behind you. Yeah. So that bad luck can go away. Mm-hmm. Those are the things yeah. that I'm like, eh, I don't know about that. I think it's um, some of this crazy stuff. It's like walking under a ladder or like the basic ones. Like if you spill salt over on a table or whatever. You know those ones? Those ones is just sort of yeah. like, or or breaking a mirror and getting like seven years of bad luck. Like, yes, that one. Like, where did it come from? Um, I I was thinking of one that I didn't believe in. I thought it was weird. Oh, the whole jinxing thing. Like when you jinx someone, you have to, um, or when you're jinxed, you have to not speak until they say your name or people around who was there for the jinx has to say your name. I think that one is just sort of dumb. And if you speak, you get bad luck. It doesn't really make sense. Really? Yeah. That's what jinxing. That one don't make That one doesn't make sense. Because exactly. sometimes, like, uh, like if you and I say the same word, I will say, jinx, you owe me a soda. Yeah. But it's just a habit of saying that. I don't yeah. jinx you and you. But yeah. I did saw it on an episode of The Office. Yeah. Of The American Office. Where... Spoiler alert! When there's this girl in the episode that tell says jinx, and the guy cannot talk until he buys her a soda. Yeah, and so, which I think is kind of like not dumb. I don't want to say dumb. I I think like I want to respect everybody if they believe in their own superstitions, you know. But yeah, personally, I'm like, nah, I'm good. Like, I will not believe it. I prefer doing my own superstitions. Yeah, like the and, and mine sense. will be the movie, mm-hmm. but other than that, I wouldn't say like anything else like that that's out there. You know what I mean? But what were you saying? I, I mean, the only one that I believe in is karma. Um, I heard a few of them. Like for example, my like one one of my wife's uh, uh, f- family superstition is that you cannot point at the moon. At the what? At the moon. At the moon. Why you you cannot use your index finger and say, look, 
over there, there's the moon because it's bad luck or something. Why is it bad luck? I have no idea. I decided that's dumb. I I told her, like, dude, that's that's ridiculous. Why would it be bad luck? Because technically, every kid who's less than two years old, all they can do is, "Eh, eh, look. Like, they have to point. And if they point at the moon, you're going to tell them, no, that, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Like, it doesn't mean it. I mean, they had the bad luck of having somebody like you telling them, like, oh, that's bad luck, you know? Yeah. I mean, she explained it to me why it's a bad luck, but I didn't listen. And I'm sure she's going to listen to this podcast and be like, you didn't listen to me? I'd be like, yeah, I didn't listen to you. Mm. At least I, I don't remember that part, so. Yeah. I'm sorry, but there's there's a few uh, superstitious. So let's see, superstitious. I'm a, I'm gonna research this because I'm interesting. This yeah. this sounds like an interesting conversation about superstitions. Right. Um. Yeah, it, it is. I mean, would you consider superstitions gonna be like in a religious way, though? What do you mean? Because it's something that people like the number thirteen is yeah. a superstitious, right? Yeah, like for bad luck. Yeah, that's my favorite number. If I ever play basketball, my favorite number is thirteen. If oh. I play soccer, my favorite number is thirteen. American football. 13. If I put any sports, baseball, 13. Because a lot of people have that superstitious. So I implement that superstitious into them or something. I don't know. It, it, it could be I can evaluate that superstitious could be some sort of like religious in a way. Yeah. Because it's something that people believe in. Just like religion. Religion is something that people believe in and it can be something that people believe in. Yeah. And I just repeated myself. I don't just repeat it myself. Just kidding. Um, um I don't know. I don't but, really believe in most superstition stuff because of like my religion. Mostly because it's like I don't know like how to explain it. It's like like I guess like another higher source i guess a higher power or consciousness Mm. that's controlling that and that's like contradicting my own belief because there's only one god you know what i mean so yeah that's why i don't really believe in that stuff i i mean it's just like Again, everybody have their own belief. And I consider like people who are superstitious is their own part of their belief system. Yeah. It it gets them through the day, basically. Yeah. It gets them through life easier or... But... But yeah, I, I mean, I... There's like, for example, for me, karma. Yeah, I believe on it, 
I, that's why I try not to do any bad on people. And that's because I don't want karma to get me back or something like that. Mm. But I'm pretty sure I already got all my karmas done, though. Um, yeah. I mean, who knows? I'm pretty sure karma has something in store for me. Yeah, like throughout life, you're going to experience some things like you never know really what can happen. But yeah. no one expected Rona to happen and no one expected it to become global. Like with Ebola, it wasn't really global. But now nah, look at Rona. I thought it was. I well, thought, not yeah. as global as Corona, but you know. Oh, no, no, no. Corona is just... Man, I, I believe that Corona it, is... I feel that Corona is more like a warning. Mm-hmm. A warning for what? And that, it, for something, a virus that it might be bigger. Yeah. And and that's because of, there's, there's a book out there about viruses. Mm. That there's this doctor who specify on viruses and, it's, and it says like, hey, there might be something way bigger than Corona. Like another disease mm. that's worse than Corona. Yeah, and so, and this is where like the whole vegan and carnivore people are in the fights now, mm-hmm. because even though you can pretty much eat any meat that you want as long as you cook it or some meat you don't have to cook it like like sushi you don't have to cook sushi sometimes. Um. It also, uh, some of the viruses do come from animals. And like this COVID-19, I believe it came from a bat. Yeah. And the more we harm the environment, the more chances those animals are going to go to civilization. And can. that's why the whole rate, like if a dog's bit you, or sorry, not a dog, a rabbit or a wild animal bits you, you might have rabies. You might have like some sort of disease Yeah. because the animal already contain. They're like, uh, they're like a bag full of viruses and bacteria that we haven't explored yet. Mm. And I think that's where the COVID-19 came from, from a laboratory that they were experimenting Mm. with bats. And and this is how COVID nineteen came out, mm. or something like that. I, I, honestly, I feel like this podcast is gonna get censored because of the co- the talk of COVID nineteen. Yeah, or at least this subject crap. Yeah. Oh well. Hopefully, hopefully it doesn't get turned down. But yeah. Um... If for more information, you check your local website or your local people on. Just so I can protect myself in my podcast, <laughs> check your yeah. check your local uh, information, your cdc.org. Or yeah. If you're from a different country, check your own look your own website that they provide you to yeah. get informed on this. Um, this is this episode is just going to be conspiracy theory. <laughs> yeah, I actually heard that because of global warming in the Arctic, mm-hmm. there's like diseases and viruses that are like frozen in the ice and since the ice 
thingies are melting that they could actually get released into the air and eventually spread out. Yeah, it could be, but would that virus be a dead virus? It was like, or would it, like it a, as soon as it hit it was like a, the right temperature, do they get revived? I mean, I honestly don't know much about it, but I do know it's like a very old disease or like virus that's like in the ice. And I think it's oh, yeah. still alive, too. It's just frozen. I'm just asking your opinion. Do you think that that's, that those viruses that are frozen, do you just your let's play, let's play what if kind of yeah. in, this, in this podcast? Okay. Do you believe that the vi- as the ice melts, those viruses that are frozen, do you think those viruses are frozen and are dead, or are they are they kind of like fish? Like once they become unfrozen, they come back to life. Um, honestly, don't know about that. I think I'm thinking it would be dead, but and especially since it's an old like virus or disease. I don't think it would, like, really harm us too much because, like, our technology is, like, advanced. A lot more advanced than it was, like, obviously a thousand years ago, you know? So that might be the thing. But since it's a new virus or disease, that's where it's, like, maybe you won't stand a chance, you know? So that's where it comes in and everything. So maybe it's alive. I'm not exactly sure how viruses work when frozen um but they could be alive but i'm pretty sure they're dead because if they're living things they need a certain temperature to survive and i mean i think there has been viruses that has been frozen and come back to life um which viruses are there Good question. Let's find out. Can virus? I I will look this up. Oh, there it is. Can viruses survive freezing on on the according to COVID nineteen on the other end of the spectrum at forty degrees Celsius or a hundred and four degree. Fahrenheit and 80% humanity, the, vi- the vi- virus survived for less than six hours. This suggests that the coronavirus survived uh, survive better on surface at cooler temperature. It is also expected that the virus will survive being frozen. Mm. So yeah, it, if this virus, if COVID-19 can, can be frozen, and later on revive again or still be alive even after frozen, then I'm pretty sure some of the other viruses that could be more deadly or it could be more harmful harmful for other people or for everybody can be alive. Mm. So yeah, it, it is very critical that we take care of the planet because here's a little secret that I've been telling all my friends, and I'm about to express it on this podcast, is that we, as humanity, 
we need this planet to survive. Yeah. If we kill all the plants, if we take down all the trees, doesn't matter if it's all the trees in, in the Amazon or all the trees in Europe or Africa, you name it. Mm-hmm. If we destroy almost all the trees, if we put it the planet on survival mode, that planet will take care of itself. Yeah. But as a human being, we need oxygen to breathe. We need water to to survive. And that is going to be contaminated. All of that, like the pollution is going to kill us. And so, yeah, after the, after the all human race or majority of human race disappeared, the planet will take care of itself and grow more trees and it will grow, uh, it will clear up the water. It will basically cleanse itself. And there it is. So, the reason why we need to take care of the environment is because we need to survive in that kind of environment. We need to make the planet a better, we need, basically we need to turn this planet around immediately. Uh, Scientists says that we barely have like five years, but, or five to seven seven years, it might be sooner. And so this is one of the things it's like, dude, in reality, we might all die, yeah. but the planet will survive, and the planet will reheal itself, will create new species, like the bacteria, the, the cells, they're going to recreate and evolve and, and, and have new animals and all that stuff, but human race will disappear. Yeah. There will no longer be human race if we don't take care of the planet right now. Yeah. And I think like the the biggest thing is how can we do that personally? And because yes, we see a lot of scientists say like we need to take care of the planet, and I'm pretty sure they do give you like a guideline like hey guys, we need to do this, we need to do that, but but it hasn't been the biggest message out there. Yeah, they tell us to recycle. Yeah, but like, is that helping? Is that reversing the the effect that we're doing to the environment? Not really. It's not probably not. Yeah, because it's still like, like obviously air pollution, like the pollution caused by farms, factories, like whatever. So just recycling isn't gonna be enough. There's gonna be more. Exactly, and and I think it's. there's several companies that I that I hear about that they actually are planting more, more trees. They're they are I want to say that something that they you for everything that you purchase they plant a new tree or something like that. Mm-hmm. Is I, I forgot the name of the company because obviously something it's one of those commercials that you when you scroll through Instagram or Facebook, you see those commercials where they're like, hey, don't use like the paper towels or the toilet paper from these companies. Because the more they use it, they use like some sort of like bamboo material yeah. where it grows faster and it's less harmful for the environment. Yeah. So for every every roll of 
uh, paper towel or toilet paper that you buy, more they will plant like a tree or something for you. Yeah. And they're trying to get to like two million. So for every dollar, I guess they plant a tree or something. Yeah. That would be helpful. I think that <clears throat> both the government and actually just human, we cannot depend on government to do it for us. Yeah. We, we, the people have to be the ones to do the changes. So that way, whether it's a law or not, we, we, the people have to do those changes yeah. for the better, because if we would just sit here and wait, you, you can tell how much the government is helping you during this, uh, this pandemic. If it, if it was depending on solid the government trying to help you out, would you be able to survive? Mm, honestly, maybe, but like it would be like there would be a lot of chaos because there's no like <clears throat> the answer I was looking for is no. Thank you. I appreciate it. So back to my <laughs> right. Uh, not nah, explain. No, I mean, not really. So here in the United States, the government has only give us two stimulus check. Yeah. And one of them was for a thousand and two hundred dollars, and the other one was six hundred. Yeah. And that's for a whole year. Mm -hmm. So for the whole pandemic, from March 2020 until now, uh, as, of, as of this recording until now, uh, February of 2021, you have o we have only had $1,800. Yeah. And that's like nothing. I don't... And that's not... And if it's including... For those people are including rent. Yeah. Power, gas, water, utilities, uh, groceries, uh, car payment, if they hard car payment, uh, insurance, all of that. Mm -hmm. That those eighteen hundred dollars do not cover for everything. Yeah. Nothing like that. Yeah, so eighteen hundred dollars can easily go for it. It, it and man. It could go for rent. Just one month of rent and that's it. For like, since March 2020 until now, almost a, a full year, that's 12 months. That's technically almost like, what the fuck are you fucking, yeah. you know? So, it, and I'm not sure how they're doing it in Canada because I don't live there. I honestly forgot. Like, I haven't paid attention to that because it doesn't really affect me that much since I'm like you know living with my parents and everything but, yeah yeah it doesn't affect me I have to ask them if, if I want to find that out but yeah now if it doesn't affect you don't stress about it at least not yet not yet at least yeah <laughs> yeah like if you live on your own you're gonna realize like holy crap adulting sucks I still wanna be yeah. a kid like if but, it, stresses that. it stresses me but, out, like, knowing that, well, I could actually go to university soon. Like, I'm already applying for university, and that's when life actually starts, you know? Like, it's very stressful when it comes to that. 
Why does it stress you out? Mm -hmm. Why does it, what is it so stressing about going to college or university? It's just being accepted to it and like being able to go forward with like my, my, I guess, new dream career. And mm -hmm. it's basically the only thing that I'm really looking forward to other than building my relationship with God. Other than that, it's just, just university and trying to get um, my, my future job. That's all I'm really worried about. And if I don't get it, then like, I'm not really sure what my other options are. I could always do a fifth year and then try again next year. But after that, I'm not sure what else I can do if I don't get accepted. To be honest, you did say something that your life starts right there, but honestly, your life started already. Your life started since you were born. Well, yeah. And 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 to be honest, you, you don't have to put yourself in that kind of pressure on like, if it doesn't work out with the university, you don't know what to do. There's other options. There's, um, one of the things is, is that that's not the only school in the world, man. Oh, no, I know that. It's just like... Okay. Like, if you try to go to a university and they won't accept you, you can go to a college. If the college won't accept you, there's community college. At least in United States, you have the option to, you don't need a scholarship. You just need to go to a community college and you will be able to do your career. And maybe once you do the community college and you'll be able to get a, a few credits with a community college, maybe you can transfer that to a university or to get a higher degree. Yeah. But your life doesn't have to be just university and God. Your life is everything else. Yes. Your life is your family, your friends, your everything around you. But, but you're living it as we speak. Mm -hmm. At this moment, you're living it. You don't have to uh, put it to the to those kind of terms if that makes sense, you know? Yeah, I know what you mean. But, um, I don't know, I think it's mostly the expectations and, like, like from other people, like my parents, for example. Like, they expect lots of things because they know I'm capable of doing so. But it's the constant, like, overthinking of, am I really capable of doing this? Would I be able to succeed this? And those are the things that, like, gets me stressed out. And... Yeah, just stuff like that. The only expectations you should have is on yourself. Yeah. And, the, and you cannot be beating yourself yeah. up. This is your life. No, Nobody in the world, not even your parents, nobody, not even your friends, can control yeah. it. You have to be the one controlling it, if that makes yeah. sense. So, because at the end of the day, it, and I'm just putting an example here. If your mom tomorrow says you're not going to eat uh, beef anymore, we're not eating cow anymore, but you really want to eat a piece of steak, that's on you. 
that's you have the control, you have the ability of getting your own steak and grilling it or bake it or whatever, however you want to cook it and eat it. Yeah. So same thing with with your career, with your expectations. This part of your life can it's gonna be tough, but you can handle yeah. it. If they don't accept you, it's be, it's not because you're not good enough. Mm-hmm. Just know that you will, you're very capable. Is you have to think about it like just one door closes, but there's twenty million other doors open. Yeah, and and there's other options. Yeah. Also, you in. Another thing that at least affected me is that I changed my career path so many times because I wasn't happy with the obstacles that were in front of me. Not because I was incapable of, because I I was able to pass a lot of classes that didn't have nothing to do with my career, but I have to do it. But at the end of the day, I, I saw myself literally f- almost finishing my degree and was like, I don't want to do this anymore. It's not worth yeah. it. It's not worth paying the tuition for it. It's not worth sacrificing uh, my time, my sleep, and adding stress to complete those classes. And to get a degree on a, on a major that I'm not using at all or that I'm not longer interesting of, I don't see it as my passion and that's okay. So, um, what kind of, are, are you doing any type of, uh, stress-free exercise to help you um, feel less stress about it. I you I play video games and like talk with friends to like help me calm down a bit. Um, some days it works, some days it doesn't. But since it's winter and lockdown, there isn't really much other distractions I can really do. Um, I are, are yeah. you? Sorry, are you exercising? No, I'm just way too lazy for that. Gotta exercise, yeah. man. Especially- uh, and even if it is like a either walk around your neighborhood or if it is a couple push-ups or sit-ups or body weight squats, yeah. at least do them because you will realize how much when you exercise, eat healthy, your mind gets clear. You lose the stress. Yeah. And you can start with like every time you think, every time you feel stressed out, do five pushups. Yeah, I could probably start start off slow, walking around the neighborhood, and then eventually work myself up to doing proper workouts. Yeah, I, I, before this podcast, I was actually uh, going for a walk. And holy crap, dude, I haven't walked in a while. 
and the soul. So I have. Flappy. Yeah, me too. You too. Okay. Sorry yeah. about that. I exactly. give you flappy. <laughs> but uh... um, but yeah, those. Are, so I start walking, and I'm actually I'm actually start exercising like this mm-hmm. month, and when I walk, the like the bottom part of my feet, like those muscles from that toe all the way to the heel. I feel like those, like those muscles are very tense. And usually if I do six laps around, just around my house, okay. that will equal to one mile. Yeah. I literally did two laps in the sole of my, of both of my feet were hurting yeah. so bad. I have to like come inside the house and use like one of those, uh, massage rollers it's kind of like a tennis ball but it's like a hard ball and i just step on it it just roll my feet and it feels so much better and then i went for another uh four laps and i was able to finish my one mile but i think it's just uh but i think i personally feel believe and understand that exercise exercising can help with your yeah, mental health for sure and and so and also eating healthy can also help too um majority of it can be like especially if you eat a lot of carb, uh carbohydrates yeah. that can cause inflammation and inflammation can cause um discomfort if you were inflammated on your like if if you have inflammation on your back it will hurt if you had inflammation around your neck it will it will give you like a neck pain or or even if you slept wrong you will give it's some sort of inflammation yeah and and so you have to you have to work yourself to the point to do exercise even if it is just a 30 minute walk or all the way to p90x or insanity 30 minutes yeah you know what they are p90x insanity uh no i don't know that oh i'll send you a video buddy <laughs> i will send you a video those exercises are a brutal, brutal. Maybe when I maybe they're called something the, else from what I know of, but if I see it, I think I may know. All right, I'll. I'll I'm pretty sure it's not called something different. I'll do it. <laughs> but I will send you. Uh, let's see. Let me see if if it does if it does a uh, Amazon uh, from Canada. Nope, it's still called P ninety X, man. It will be. It will literally beat you up. I mean, I'm not saying it in like in a point where people should like walk away from it, <laughs> but you, you should build up to it. Um, I actually have P P ninety X three, P ninety X, P ninety, and I have Insanity. Yeah. 
And I'm not in the best <laughs> shape ever. <laughs> like, I literally have them cholesterol. I actually do the yoga on P90X3. I have, like, the CD ready to play. So there's days that I just... Because I'm trying to build up myself to be able to do those videos. So that way I can do those videos with no problem at all. Yeah. And that's why right now I'm just like, today I didn't feel like doing yoga or any other exercise. So that's why I went for a walk and my feet were killing me. Like I prefer doing push-ups, and that's more... Like, I prefer doing push-ups over cardio. I don't know why. I mean, I like cardio, kind of. But mm-hmm. I hate it. I hate it, and I love it. Like, I love how interactive it is, you know? But I hate mm-hmm. how much effort it takes, like, how much it burns out. You know, like I how exhausted you are right after, and how tired you get, and how sore your body gets. But it's really good for like overall yeah. like endurance and stuff. It it's kind of like when you play basketball, you don't realize that that's yeah. cardio, but you enjoy yeah. playing basketball. Exactly. But then that that feeling right after you're done playing, you're like walking like a fifty year old man just got done exercising for the first time ever your whole body hurts but you don't know that yet you don't know what hurt means when you at least not yet you're still young you're 17 oh actually but i have minor escoliosis so i get back pains if i like pick something up wrong like something that's heavy up like pick it up and it's heavy and i have to make sure i lift with my legs and not with my back otherwise like i won't be able to walk without like immense amount of pain but recently it's been like not hurting since i haven't been working out or playing ball either so once Mm -hmm. i get into doing sports and exercises again i have to be careful because I can't go in and then, like instantly get hurt. And that's really why you should definitely work out yeah. even more. You want the you want to especially for your back. You you want to do back exercises where you want to make the muscles on your off your spine strong enough so it can hold that spine together. And it won't cost yeah. you that problem. So that's why it's very important yeah. to exercise. Um, greatest example is is the story of Kevin Hart when he got in a car accident. Yeah. He he literally survived that crash, the car crash, because he was exercising before that. Like, he was in great shape. But the doctors were saying, like, if you if you didn't have muscles to hold on to your spine, you basically would be cut in half. So that's why it's very important to take care of your body so your body can take yeah. care of you. Um, it... 
And ever since that story happened, I mean, ever since that happened to Kevin Hart, I'm that type of person, like, I prefer learning from other people's yeah. experience than experiencing yeah. myself. And, and that's mm -hmm. why I'm exercising more. That's why I'm, I'm trying to eat a salad, but holy crap, that is, for me, the biggest weakness is eating a salad. Um, I don't mind vegetables or fruits. It's just that I prefer eating, like, other stuff that's more filling, you know. So I usually, like, for a snack, I wouldn't go with a fruit or vegetables. I would go, like, I don't know, something more filling. Because I wouldn't just eat just randomly. Like, I, if I'm eating, it's because I'm hungry. So I would definitely, like, mm. pick something that's filling. Do you eat when you're bored? No, not really. Not really. No? Okay. Like, if I eat, because I'm bored, it's, like, usually, like, I'm a little bit hungry, but just barely. But, like, no. Gotcha. Yeah, I, I'm a, I also, I'm a stress eater sometimes, too. Um, so, I'm really trying. So, my best way to eat, a, like, a salad is making it into a, a smoothie yeah. or a juice. Uh, I don't make it into a juice because juicing it will remove all the yeah. fibers that, that the vegetable has. So I do drink smoothies instead. Mm. And plus, like, to make a juice, you have to use so much vegetable. It, it's like if you buy, like, a big can of spinach, it will barely make one ounce. Yeah. Instead, if you juice, if you make it as a smoothie, using the fiber of the spinach and cucumber and yeah. stuff like that, it gives you the nutrition of the vegetables plus the fiber because you keep the fiber in it. And you can always toss like a banana, like you can toss any fruit that you want that you issue, excuse me, whatever fruit is yeah. your favorite. And it will taste like a fruit. Yeah. And uh, unless you put ginger, when you put ginger in on stuff, ginger will overrule yeah. the whole flavor. Have you had ginger before? Ginger what? Ginger. Mm, no, I never had ginger before. The root. All right. Well, when you come and visit, whenever you want to come and visit. I'll make you try. <laughs> Listen to this words. Keyword. I will make right. you try ginger. See how disgusting oh. that is. <laughs> you told me it's disgusting. No, I'm not it, it's, it. no, no, no. It's not that disgusting. I'm exaggerating. Uh, you will learn that I, I tend to exaggerate yeah. a lot. Uh, but no, I like ginger on my tea. On your But as a smoothie. Yeah, because it's spicy. Uh, it makes my gin. It makes my tea yeah. spicy. So, like, I have, I have ginger and lemon uh, teas, and and I have what people call mate. You know what mate is? Um, it seems familiar, but I don't remember what it could be. So yerba mate is this um, is this uh, 
is from Spanish, Portuguese, uh, from Middle East. So I think it was, but it was adopted by a lot of Uruguayans, Argentinians, Chileans, Bolivia, I, I believe Paraguay too. Basically anybody on the south, south of South America, uh, they drink that mate and I got hooked. I loved it. It actually, that health benefit, it, it has a lot of health benefits because, uh, let me see here. I have it pulled up. Uh, it's basically just a tea that it, it has great, uh, the description is, let's see, begins as a shroom and then matures to a tree. Grows up to 50 meters. I should buy a tree, actually, of mate. Hopefully, it can grow in, in this kind of terrain here. Maybe not in the winter, but uh, it does. in the summer. Or maybe in the Yeah, in the summer. No, it grows like 49 no. feet or 15 uh, meters. Yeah, that's, that's too tall. Probably not. If I have to grow, it will have to be outside. Uh, it will. I would love to have a house that tall, though. <laughs> Excuse me. But yerba mate has been claimed to have various effects on human health, most of which have been attributed to a high quality of polyphenols. Uh, funded in the vivorous, researchers have found that uh, yerba mate may improve allergy symptoms, reduce the risk of diabetes, uh, melitos, and high blood sugar in mice. Um, it also helps with weight loss for people who are ex- who want to do the weight loss. Uh, let's see, it has something about cancer. The consumption of hot mate tea is associated with oral cancer. Esophageal cancer, cancer of the larynx, and scamulous cell cancer of the head and neck. Studies show a correlation between tea temperature and likelihood of cancer. Oh, shit, what? Making it unclear how much of the role mate itself play as a... I'm I'm reading this from uh, Wikipedia, by the way. Yeah, yeah, so I could be wrong. <laughs> However, studies also note that an incident of cancer overlap with the use of alcohol. Oh, okay. See, that's the thing. Like, they say, like, oh, it might lead to cancer, but the study also notes that that it over, like, the, the cases that increase cancer is because it overlapped with Comes, uh, overlapped with the use of alcohol, tobacco, and the presence of nutritional deficient and poor oral hygienes. Not just uh, yeah. mate alone. Okay. It's great for antioxidant um, and stuff like that. But yeah, I like it. I like mate and I like the ginger uh, mm. lemon tea. I don't really drink tea that often. Like my mom offers it every time, like I have a stomach ache or something, but like it doesn't do anything. So I don't really bother drinking tea. Man, tea is good. It's good for you, man. Um, 
I mean, it's not going to cure everything, it's but... It's good for you. It's okay. good. Yeah. yeah. It, I like it. I, I used to... When I was a kid, I used to drink a lot of tea, actually. My, my tea. Um, uh, because I didn't like coffee. <laughs> uh, so, when I was in fourth grade and fifth grade... Uh, I used to be friends and I used to live in Colombia and in Colombia I used to live in this building where the security guard I was friends yeah. with the security guard and the guy who sells coffee oh, and tea yeah. and so usually uh, I went to school like very early and I used to just sit there and wait for the we didn't I didn't ride a bus. It was more like people being nice enough to like, hey, I'll give you a ride. I can give a ride to your kid if you pay me like a couple thousands of pesos, which you basically pay yeah. for like gas money. And so and so um usually when I wait for the for my ride the guy with the coffee and the guy with the tea showed up and it was literally like, like it was super cheap. It was less than a penny if I can yeah. remember. And so I used to buy like this canela, canela tea, yeah. which it was delicious. And um, I used to drink tea. Well, the security guard drinks coffee and and we just chit chat there. Like I, I, I remember being super friendly. Like I still remember them. Like last time I went and visit them, I saw the the security guards, and I just say hello, how, how they've been, and all that stuff. I mean, living in that building, seeing them every every day for like two years of my life. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's. I love tea. I drink tea since then. Um, I switched to coffee the year you were born. How come? To stay up later or or to help you stay energized? Like, um, no, I switched to coffee because uh, I actually, I didn't really, really switch to coffee. I just drink coffee for the first time when you were born. So, because you were born at four sixteen a.m., so I was yeah. just trying to stay up. Um, but I, when did I have like coffee? Like, I think I I start having co- so like the reason I start having coffee more it was because I was adding sugar into oh, the coffee. I see, yeah. So that's why it would taste yeah. it better because it was. My, it started with like literally being half sugar half and barely like a drop of coffee to now when I drink it I drink coffee and just half and half I don't even put sugar anymore but I I do have like a uh, I tend to say that I don't have a sweet tooth but yeah. I'll be lying yeah, I do have a sweet tooth. I, I, yeah. So, like, 
there's like a limit to yeah, how many I mean, sweets I can eat. Like if like I hate cake that has too much frosting because after eating like a bit of it, like I feel like throwing up. So like I just limit how much sweets I can eat because if I eat too much, then I might actually throw up. Um, I yeah, I, I'm just. I get shaky, and then I start getting dizzy if I eat too much sweet. Uh, but I, I try. Honestly, I, I prefer arepa empanadas oh, over no. sweet. Like if you put like a piece of, if you put like a piece of cake next to some arepa, next to an empanada, I yeah, will grab the empanada sure. first. Like. Especially empanada con pollo, con carne. Like, dude, I'll, I'll demolish that. Like, I can eat, like, 15 and still eat some more right after. I will feel sick, but, yeah, I can. I, I have eaten seven. I remember eating, like, three arepa oh. con huevos. And then, and then two, and then, and then four empanadas. And what, yeah, well, I was drinking that night, so, and I was in Colombia, so I was not worried about dieting. I was in vacation full mode. I was like, "Mm -mm, no way. So, yeah, I had like seven or eight. And I'm not exaggerating those numbers. I don't think I'll be able to eat that much. Maybe two Oedipus con will, and maybe a few in Panas, but not like as much as grass. Yeah, dude. It like, like I, I, I think it. I honestly enjoy more fried food than I enjoy candy. That I enjoy yes, sweet yeah. things. Definitely. I mean, then again, you can fry a, an Oreo cookie, and that shit is. What? Oh, no. have you had no. fried deep fried disgusting. Oreo cookie? No. Bro, no, 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 dude. How that can you is a something that's sweet. I don't know. I don't see how that can work. <laughs> Welcome to America. You can deep fry anything you of want. Course <laughs> I'm just saying, man. Like they deep fry an Oreo cookie, and it was. I'm Wait, what? What gave you the idea to deep fry an Oreo? It's America. They want to deep fry Oreo cookies. They deep fry like a a hot dog. You got offered one? What? Uh, So I was in vacation in New York City. And and, uh, give me one second. Ranch? Okay. Sure. Thanks. Sorry. My wife just stopped by and she brought me Ooh. some Chick-fil-A. I'll send you the picture before oh. I demolish this sandwich. I know, right? <laughs> it's so rude. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, I'm pretty sure, dude, in Coney Island, so I was in yeah. vacation in New York uh, visiting a few friends of mine, and, and we went to Coney Island, and that's when I first tried the the, the Oreo. A deep fried Oreo cookie, and they have other stuff in the menu, and so it was good. It it, it was delicious. 
but um yeah man uh i really do prefer fried food and i mean salty fried food over mm. sweets yes i really like salty like most of the food that like i guess not really needs but like would taste good with salt i put a lot of salt in like with my eggs and stuff i just like make it rain with the salt i'm being so <laughs> serious like i love i love like salty stuff all right I, I will i love eggs and i can eat it like fried eggs without mm. any salt mm. that's how much i like it Nah, i don't I don't like the taste of salt without um um or egg egg without salt. You mean but, uh, I don't like the taste, but yeah. <laughs> uh, so what I do for breakfast, my favorite breakfast meal has been like chopped Chop. mushrooms with some onions. Mm-hmm. You satay them. And then put two fried two fried eggs over easy mm. on top of it. I struggle and let the yolk eggs over easy. Huh. I always end up popping the egg. Um, it, so it takes practice, but one thing I find out is that you can grab. So if you want to make it over easy. It, it depends on what you have. Do you have a gas stove or do you have an electrical stove? stove? Okay, yeah. so you put it in medium. Or if it's by numbers, I'm sure it's like one through yeah. eight or one through nine. You put it up between a five and a six. You heat up the pan. You don't use oil. You use butter. It will taste way better. So you toss some butter in it, let the butter kind of cooks, you crack the egg, try not to use like, like a sharp corner, because I think like if you use a sharp corner, oh, yeah, when you crack the egg, the, the yolk yeah, will, will, will brace. You have to, so use the, use a surface, like a round surface, crack the egg, and then you will, if if the pan is already hot, you will see that it's cooking the egg. So what I do is, I, I'm sure is people will disagree. People will flip out hearing this, but I grab a fork, and around the yolk, around the yellow part mm-hmm. or the orange part, since that's where the heaviest white, uh, the white part of the egg is, I poke it. And I separate it to make sure it cooks. And then I close it on top for a few seconds. And I keep my eyes on it. And you'll be able to have eggs over easy, just like that. I can probably record myself making making some fried eggs, and I will show you. Speaking about food, I'm going to go but, eat something because I'm starving right now talking about this stuff. I'm actually going to make myself All right. Cook <laughs> All right, man. I'll, I will end this podcast here in the side note of eating 
Chick-fil-A and I'll right. send you a picture. I'll send you a picture of my <laughs> Apple Congo too. All right, man. Oh, hell no, dude. <laughs>